0: Amen. Bless you guys. We think of you as you go from this place. And guys, thank you for leading us in worship this morning. Flo and Izzy, let's just give them a... a. Um, I, I think you guys are just not quite energetic enough. I don't know, like, I just want to say, like, they're jumping around at the beginning. It's not just quite enough yet for Oakley, so... Um, just a little bit more energy next time would be great but uh, we love these guys and um, just seeing them a bit over the weekend uh, it's not performance Um, it's like it just comes out of every cell uh, worship uh, even when we're eating breakfast and uh, we just love it so can we have it at the end? Okay, we're going to move on. Thanks, Marie. But we love them, so we just honor you, and uh, thank you for coming and serving us this morning. Great. Guys, I want to um, just share a little bit uh, of an update. So we've had our... Actually, I should do the notices. Um, let's do the notices. So a few things just to mention. Uh, um, what are they? <laughs> <laughs> Worship tonight, so we are meeting back here uh, at um, 6 p.m. for worship this evening. Flo and I are going to be leading us. There'll be roughly an hour, but we'll see what the Lord does. So that'll be six o'clock here, and that is going to be a rhythm for us, God willing, as we go forward. So every other Sunday evening, we'll be starting or continuing something from the summer, uh, where we'll be meeting together to worship uh, here at six o'clock. And so uh, do be praying for that. But if you can come along and be part of it, uh, we're looking forward Friday uh, was amazing and so was Wednesday, we had Julie uh, come and lead us in worship so we're just going to continue on in that vein uh, for the t- oh she's here, hello Julie hello, yeah, I didn't know you were here that was for free yeah, uh, good to see you and um, so uh, do, uh, do join us if you can. That would be good. Uh, youth, uh, so we've been meeting a little bit over the summer. That's going to continue every other Friday, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. The dates, I think, are on the screen. If you need any more info, chat to Isla and I about that. But if you're school year 11 and above, you're invited. We're not too worried about the age split right now. We'll just kind of see how that pans out. But it's age school year 7 and above uh, do, uh, we'd love to see you. So that's starting um, this Friday coming, seven o'clock at our house, and come and grab us for some details. Toddlers starts this week uh, with Yelena and the team, so do be praying for that. We have about 100 or so come to that every Tuesday, uh, mums and parents, so that kicks off this week, and it's a massive effort, um, just like physically, emotionally, spiritually. So it's 10 a.m. and 1 p.m., so do be, be praying for those guys. This week is just the morning, ignore everything I just said, Uh, it's just the morning, 10am and then I think the following week it's going back to its normal rhythm, so thanks Jess. Um, So that's going on and then uh, just a quick heads up, on October the 6th we've got our next community meal which is going to be Bollywood themed and um, so we're looking forward to that and uh, some other bits coming up as well. The Oakley Women's Conference at St. Petersburg, who do they need to speak to? It's not St. Petersbourne. Anyway, there's an Oakley Women's Day. It's going to be here. And Anne Coles is going to be coming and uh, speaking that day. And Leanne is going to be speaking. So um, if, you're, uh, if you're female and have a pulse, you're invited. So that's going to be on the 28th of October. There's other things going on. But just to say the best way to keep in touch is the bulletin. If you're new today, or if you're not getting the bulletin, uh, you would have seen there's a there's a QR code. If you could scan that and then fill in the the, uh, the form, we'd really appreciate it, um, just so that we can then keep you in touch with everything that's going on. It's by far the, the easiest way. I just want to share a few um, thoughts. We've had a week of prayer this week. It started on Monday, and it's been wonderful just to gather together as a group. We've been doing it online at half seven and then there's been a group that have been gathering in the cabin at 9.30 in the morning and then as I alluded to earlier we've had some worship uh, Wednesday, Friday and tonight as well as part of that and what we've wanted to do is really seek the Lord in that time and honestly folks it's been amazing partly just to gather together as a community and just to discern what the Lord is saying uh, but also just to see what's come back. On Friday we had a prophetic night and many had prophetic words for the church. So what we're doing in this season as a team is praying into those and we'll be kind of looking to that to guide us in terms of decisions, in terms of how we uh, try and lead and um, in terms of teaching content and all that stuff. So we're in the, going to be in a season now where we're just discerning some things. There were things about our history uh, which was really interesting. Um, there were words for us as a body about what the Lord is looking to do now. Um, there was also a warning for us, um, which again, as a team, we, we really just need to discern that and weigh it. But we really felt that there was something on that in particular, particularly in the season we're in, where the word is just seemingly t- taken so lightly in so many places. Um, but we, one of the things I wanted to share about just today was a word about soil uh, and ground. And that came on Friday evening. And um, it's something that we've been thinking about for a few months. It's about the soil and ground at Oakley. And um, another way to think about it is culture. And if you've got your Bibles in Mark 4, Jesus talks about soil. And uh, he says this, Usually what happens in this parable is we focus on all the elements. I'm not sure if that's the point that Jesus is trying to make here. For the sake of today, I want us to think about just that little bit where it says, he knows not how, the ground produces by itself. So Jesus is saying there's a man, he's scattering seeds in the ground and then he goes to bed and there's nothing more that he can do, but something happens in the ground that produces fruit, that produces life. And the Greek for that is like uh, the word for automatic. So it's almost like something happens automatically. And the Hebrew understanding of that was that in the kind of gap of something happening automatically, it must have been God. Because the Hebrew mindset wouldn't be about Mother Earth or Mother Nature. It would be that in the gap, in the automated part, it must have been God. And so what Jesus is saying is as this seed goes into the ground... God does the growing, he does the growing. It's an automatic process. But the thing for us is the seeds and the ground. That's the bit that we have some kind of influence over. And that's the bit that we've been wrestling with in these few months. Um, We know, and I've said this before, that there is a process that we could follow to build church. And in some ways, and on paper, it will look successful. Uh, If we had a fantastic social media presence, and if we had really, really cool, young, good-looking leaders, um, (laughs) exception today, obviously, Uh, if we had that, you know, if we had amazing full-blown worship bands every week, and if we had a really cool blacked-out venue uh, with lights and just a little bit of smoke as to not give anything away, you know, <laughs> if we had like a wonderfully functional website. And if, if I, I, anyway, I could, pull, I could sail this ship right into the rocks. But listen, if we did certain things, the chances are the church would be successful in a certain way. The chances are, if we had a good social media campaign with advertising and all those things, we could draw people together. We could make the seed grow, but that's not what Jesus is talking about when he's talking about the kingdom growing. And so we are dependent upon him doing the growth. And friends, one of the things that I love about Oakley We've only been here for 13 months. But if you look back at the history of Oakley, it has absolutely been a God thing all the way through. When our planting team came out of St. Barnabas, for instance, there were no church planters on the team. Mike, my predecessor, was selling stuff on a market stall. There was a small, faithful group. They didn't move into the building like it was today. They didn't have an amazing budget. They didn't come with a worship leader or a youth worker or an ops manager. They didn't even know about social media at the time, and they definitely weren't cool. They didn't have any of (laughs) Oh, that's the one? Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. That's, That's the limit. So... Uh, and uh, sorry, <laughs> there is one exception. Um, she's over there. Yeah. Anyway, so they—they they, that, that it should by friend. Most church plants fail. They fail. That's the truth of it. Most fail, and the ones that fail have a lot more going on at the beginning than the Oakley had. But a seed went into the ground, and the ground was good. And why was the ground good? Because the culture was good. Because right from the outset, you know what they did have? It was a place of prayer. It was a place of worship. It was a place of the word. It was a place that deeply desired the Lord's presence. That was the soil and that was the ground. And in that soil, in that culture, so the Lord did the automatic bit. So he did it. And even in the last year, we've seen signs of this because we're still not cool. We still don't have some of those things. We don't have a great social media presence. But you know what's happened in the last year? is The Lord has been growing something in the ground. Uh, there's been times, honestly, just to tell yeah, a few stories. Um, one of my favorite stories of the last year was of the, I think it was a Muslim couple driving past in the car. And they felt, the wife felt that she had to come in. And so they had an argument in the car and she made him stop the car and then uh, she came in and began to worship and receive prayer. Now somebody on the hospitality team, I can't remember who it was, was not satisfied with this. Vivian, is Vivian here? No. Vivian then goes and hounds the husband and he comes in and he receives prayer. And they were like, just honestly, genuinely, I'm not just saying they were absolutely blown away. Now, I don't know where they were going. I don't know if they're local. But I do know that seed was in the ground and God did it. That wasn't us. We can't do that. We can't do that. Um, Just a few weeks ago, a dad was wandering past with his son and just felt to come in. Uh, the week before that, uh, a mum was wandering past with her daughter, just felt to come in. Uh, at our community meals, there are people of different faiths. One family in particular, they've told me this twice now. Uh, at our last community meal, they said, we, we love being here and we don't know why. We love being here and we don't know why. I know why, we know why. <laughs> All we did was scatter the seed. We didn't do the bit in the ground because it has to be the Lord. We can't win that as an argument. We can't persuade them. It has to be the Lord doing the work in the ground. And friends, there are people sat in the room now. If you told them a year ago that they would be walking with Jesus and they would see their lives transformed and they would see Jesus at work in their lives, I guarantee they would look at you as if you'd lost the plot. We can't do those things. We can't work those things. It has to be the Lord who is doing the growth. Or in other words, in Matthew 16, I will build my church. Jesus will build his church. He does the work in the ground. But for us, the challenge is to make sure that that ground is right, that the soil is good, that the culture is good. And just very, very quickly, just want to say a few things that are kind of just seem relevant to us right now. Um, and none again. None of this is going to be a revelation. But the first thing is worship. You know, we really feel the Lord is doing something in our worship. Kofi is the dad of our worship team, uh, and is amazing. I can't tell you, anyway, but he's just amazing. And the way that he's brought this group together, and overseen that as a father to them. It's just wonderful. And so what we're seeing in our worship is the Lord really begins to meet with us and dwell with us. And Joe's with us and has played a vital part in that as well. You know, this kind of group that comes. And so when we meet uh, on Sunday evenings and as we've met this week, we want to take time to worship. Worship is the primary function of the church. And praise and singing is the easiest way to engage in that primary function of the church. And so when we gather, friends, it's not because we're doing the Christian form of drugs. We're not coming for our fix, and we're not coming so that we can be blasted. We're coming because actually we long, we long and desire to worship he who is worthy of our worship, to worship him who is good for our worship, so that we can put all of our worship in the one right place on him instead of everywhere else that the world is offering us worship is so key for us and it's a key part of the soil another one that we're pressing into and is part of our dna is the presence of the spirit and the gifts of the spirit and we want to always make room for the spirit to be at work and honestly some sundays like i i have no idea what the lord is going to do i don't know what he's going to say in our pre-service prayer meeting I don't know what he's going to say when we kind of have those moments in worship where we just wait on him. But that's the thing. We wait on him because he's going to do the work. So we don't manipulate it. and We don't whip it up because that seed is in the ground and he's got to do it. And so uh, over the summer, we've just been preaching through the gifts of Ephesians 4 would really encourage you um, just to catch out on YouTube or on our website. But one of the key themes of that is that we're not, I don't know if you remember me we say we're not a Harry Kane church. Does anybody remember that? You know, Harry Kane's left the greatest team in, in the world. Some people thought that'd be the end of them because they lost their superstar. But actually what's happened since then is that Spurs are playing really well. And I'm always going to work them into my sermon material, whether you like it or not. But they are playing really well. Why are they playing so well? Because they're playing well. Yeah, there's a lot of faith and a lot of prayer. don't know if that's right. But um, they're playing well because, uh, because there isn't a superstar There isn't the superstar, so everybody plays their role. In the same way, it's not about the apostle or the pastor or teacher or evangelist or prophet. That's not the thrust of the meaning of the scriptures. The thrust of what Paul is saying is if you are a teacher, do it for the edification and building up of the church from the bottom, from servanthood, and raise up other teachers. If you're an evangelist, do the same and raise up other evangelists and so on and so on. If you're an apostle, you're not there to be served as an apostle. You're there to serve leaders, to meet with leaders, release leaders, invest in them. This is the nature of the kingdom and this is what we're talking about, the seeds in the ground, folks. The Lord does it. We don't whip it up. We don't do it. Worship and Holy Spirit ministry absolutely key to the soil and also mission and I know when I say that word mission some of us are thinking about overseas mission and that is totally right we should be thinking about overseas mission that is something we're thinking and praying about and uh, and doing some stuff around that in the next couple months but mission as missionaries of which we are all missionaries and that's key to this um when we, when we do Little Oaks, it's not because we want to provide a mums and toddlers group. That's actually not our desire. Our desire is that mums and children would come to faith. It's mission. When we do um, community meals, it's a massive faff, to be honest. And, and honestly, it can be really stressful. It's not because actually any of us are sat around and we have a longing to do Greek nights or Bollywood nights or any of those things. We do it because of mission. It's a seed. It's a seed. When we do the coffee run, which takes, honestly, a a lot. People get here really, really early on a Wednesday to do the coffee run and to just give out coffee and uh, snacks and stuff to the kids and the parents going by and commuters and bus drivers and lorry drivers and all those things. You know, it's for mission. It's seeds. It's seeds. It's key to what we're doing. It's key to our culture. We're never going to be just a place where we come and receive and then go back in as if nothing's changed. There has to be an outflow. Just to frame this, because I know this is a few different thoughts. Just this morning, I was just thinking about this and just spending a little bit of time. But in Acts 1-4... Uh, Jesus says to the disciples, uh, I command you to stay and wait for the promise of the Father. Okay, not advice. I command you to stay and wait for the promise of the Father. And he goes on to say, and then you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and to the ends of the earth. The first thing that happens in, that, in this kind of little passage is the word of Jesus. The word of Jesus. Friends, our soil is always gonna be full of the word of Jesus. We will not depart from the scriptures. We will not shake on them. Just to clarify that again, we want to be crystal clear about where we are at. We think it's the most loving thing that we can do is for there not to be ambiguity around where we are with the scriptures and where we are with what Jesus says. Our soil is always gonna be full of the word of Jesus. Then what happens in Acts 2 is that they are all together in the King James with one accord in one place. So there was the word of Jesus, they obey the word of Jesus, and the next thing we see is that they are together with one accord in one place. There's unity. Our soil is always going to be a place of unity, which means we have to strive for it and fight for it and sometimes get past defense and sometimes take the extra minute to love somebody, even when they don't appear to be particularly lovable, we are going to strive for unity. Why? Because in John 17, Jesus says, Oh, I pray that they would be one like I and the Father are one. I pray that they will be one like I and the Father are one. So that the world will know that I came. How can our soil produce anything if there is lack of unity? A divided house cannot stand. Our soil will be full of the word of Jesus. It will be full of unity. Then what happens? On the day of Pentecost, the spirit comes upon them. And as I've already said, we will always create room and space for the spirit to move among us. And as the spirit comes on upon them, they then what? They worship They roll out of the upper room into the streets and all the different nations and languages that are represented there as they gather for the festival begin to hear the the declaration of the wonders of the Lord. Check it out, Acts 2. We hear them declaring the wonders of the Lord. What is worship? It is declaring the wonders of the Lord. And after they worship, we then see mission. Because after that, Peter stands up, begins his sermon with an apology, and says, we're honestly not, we're not drunk, and then tells them who Jesus is. And that day, thousands of people come to him. The word of Jesus, the obedience to his word, the unity, the spirit of God, the worship of him, and the mission to the place, the mission to the world that's our soil that's our soil that's our culture those are the things we won't shake on and so folks as we go into this season I want us just to take a moment now just to you know as I've said those things some of those things will resonate and maybe some of those things I'm I'm not sure I'm out with that but I don't feel we need to do anything to mark anything right now but I just want us to take just a minute just to be quiet before the Lord and just to think about that and then I'm going to pray and we're going to go into communion Father, we do thank you for all that you are doing, all that you have done, and all that you will do. And we say as a body, we only want to do what you are doing. We only want to do what you are doing. And Father, we are dependent upon you. Lord, help us as a church family to never stray from those things as we enter into this new season. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. 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 Good. Guys, we're, um, we're going to take communion together and uh, what normally happens in the Anglican church is we do the peace and the way that we do the peace at Oakley is just to take a minute to say hello to somebody and if you want to bless them, bless them but we're just going to take a minute and uh, you can move around the building, stretch a little bit and then we're going to gather together for our last part of our time together as we celebrate Jesus and his death and resurrection Guys, there's just a few words we want to share just whilst we were having that time marriage Okay, do you want to do want to, Just whilst Mary's getting that one ready, there was another one, Ola, do you want to just share?
1: Someone in the church, they didn't want to uh, disclose their identity. Whilst the teachers were being prayed for had a picture, she sees loads of pictures. It was like a, a hand, and in that hand, there was a very long chain, there's, you know, like. Um, What's the word now? The chain was um, a long one, but was in um, a roll. Coil. coil. Thank you. Yeah, it's always finding the word coil, and out of that appear the ruby. Um, she doesn't know what it means, but I guess someone in here would. The Lord might just give you um, what that means.
0: Correct. A a ruby appeared, yeah. Thanks, Ola. Guys, if that does mean something, again, with these prophetic words, it's often just a case of praying into it. And so come and find us, thanks for sharing it, Ola. And one of us will be happy to pray into that if that means something for you. (laughs) Mary.
1: Yeah, thank you. Um, This is uh, a scripture to follow on from the prayer that was said for the the youth today, going back back to school. yeah, it's Isaiah 44. But now listen, Jacob, my servant, Israel, whom I have chosen. This is what the Lord says. He who made you, who formed you in the womb, and who will help you. Do not be afraid, Jacob, my servant, Je- I can never say, Jeshurun, Jeshurun, whom I have chosen, for I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry grounds of these schools. I will pour out my spirit on on your offspring and my blessings on your descendants. They will spring up, this isn't the verse, they will spring up like grass in meadows. So you're all going to spring up like grass in meadows, like poplar trees by flowing streams. Some will say, I belong to the Lord. Others will call themselves by the name of Jacob and others will write on their hand the Lord and will take the name of Israel. And I pray that over all the youth here today in Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen, amen. Amen. Wonderful, thank you guys. Guys, we're going to uh, move into a time of communion and uh, the way that it's, thanks, yeah, the way that it's going to happen, we'll break into three stations. So there'll be a station here and then one here and then one over there as well. Uh, The wine is non-alcoholic, so um, whatever your position on that, it should be fine. And then we have sourdough bread. If you are gluten-free, um, we have... Any options, Anna? We will pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell, I've done this often. Um, no, sorry, we, we don't have a gluten-free option. So. Um, Hopefully, maybe just take something, or we can pray a blessing for you. Um, But, so that's the way that it's gonna work. We're gonna just take a second. Uh, We come to this table in repentance, and then we're gonna do some liturgy together. So uh, you guys say the bits that are, uh, I think, in bold, and I do the bits that are not bold, and we'll work through it together. Although the words are already written, um, that doesn't mean they have to have less significance. Much liturgy is based on the scriptures, and so um, I know some of us, we, we turn off at liturgy, but make the words true for you, is the best thing I can say. So it's just to take a second, just to still our hearts. We come before Jesus, and Father, we say that we're sorry for the way that we've got things wrong, uh, whether that is in thought, word, and deed. Father, we are sorry for the things that we've done that are sin and we're sorry for the things that we should have done but didn't and was also sin. And Father, by your blood, we come to you with confidence and we thank you that there is forgiveness. We say that we are truly sorry and repentant. And Father, we come into your embrace again. We turn around from the direction that we were going knowing that you are ready to embrace us anew. The Lord is here. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Father, you made the world and love your creation. You gave your Son, Jesus Christ, to be our Saviour. His dying and rising have set us free from sin and death. Yes, amen. And so we gladly thank you, with saints and angels praising you and saying, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. We praise and bless you, loving Father, through Jesus Christ our Lord, and as we obey his command, send your Holy Spirit. Send your Holy Spirit, that broken bread and wine outpoured may be for us as the body and blood of your dear son. On the night that he died, he had supper with his friends, and taking the bread, he praised you. He broke the bread, gave it to them and said, take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When supper was ended, he took the cup of wine. And again, he praised you and he gave it to them and said, drink this, all of you. This is my body. Uh, Sorry, this is my blood of the new covenant. Drink this, all of you, this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this, as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. And so, Father, we remember all that Jesus did. In him we plead with confidence, the sacrifice made once and for all upon the cross, bringing before you the bread of life and the cup of salvation. We proclaim his death and resurrection until he comes in glory. Great is the mystery of faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. Lord of life, help us to work together for that day when your justice and mercy will be seen in all the earth and your kingdom comes. Look with favour on us, your people. Gather us in your loving arms. Bring us with all the saints to be with you forever at your table in heaven. Through Christ and with Christ and in Christ, in the unity of the Spirit, all honour and glory are yours, O loving Father, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. So friends, draw near with faith. Receive the blood that has been shed for you. And the body that has been broken with you. And if I could have the service come now, that would be great. Good. Guys, we're going to just say the Lord's Prayer uh, to finish. And uh, this is what we've been praying through our prayer week, uh, starting on Monday. So we've been taking it line by line. And it seems appropriate and right that we would finish with this today together. As our post-communion prayer, so our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. forgive us of for our debts, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Bless you guys. Bless all of you. Thank you for coming this morning. It's so good to see you. Feels like we're back after the summer holidays and people being away. So it's just lovely just to be together. Uh, Just be blessed as you go into your week. If you can join us this evening, we'd love to see you. Uh, But other than that, we'll see you soon. And do keep in touch. And as I said, if you're not aware of what's happening, do let us know and we can sign you up for the bulletin or scan the code and we'll get you linked in.